You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Yes, the stream that almost wasn't. Hey, this is Randy, and I'm joined by Melanie. Yep. Uh, no Jesse, he's busy. And, uh, I mean, there's technically things that I think Melanie and myself each could probably be doing, but I started to feel bad after I decided to cancel the stream. And I uncanceled it. Yes, for you. For you, listening right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, um, God, I didn't even realize... <sighs> Part of it was I was like, you know, we've 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 talked about every episode of Doctor Who this season, like the week, pretty much the week of. Mm-hmm. And I didn't part of part of the issue was I, I didn't want to break that streak. And, and then talking just before we went we went live here, uh, I had forgotten that Melanie fell asleep during this episode. I did this episode of Doctor Who that we we're going to talk about. So uh, this this will be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I we could always. There's always news items, I suppose. Yeah, we probably should do that, or else it's going to be super short. It's a, it's all right. It, it could be short. We're just kicking it, real laid back, like no pressure. Can you tell I'm, I'm just kind of like vamping for time while I do things? No, I couldn't. You should give yourself away now. Ah, gave <laughs> 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 <Came> it away. <laughs> That's another thing. Since. I hadn't planned on doing the video stream. He didn't uh, double wash his hair. I didn't. Well, I'm just not prepared. Like I, the shirt is junk. My, I didn't double wash my hair. You're right. You got to Does anybody else? You guys don't shampoo twice. Shampoo twice. Condition once. Nope. I don't get that. My hair don't feel right unless I shampoo twice. And you know whatever. I'm just not camera ready. All right. All right. Okay. Here's here's something I can do. I can do this. Okay. This will be an interesting segment that will not work at all in audio. Uh, screen two, share. Oh, that's going to be kind of hard for you to read, huh? What? Can you read any of this? Oh, some of it, yeah. What's Knives Out? Uh, well, whatever it is, there's a sequel. Whoa. So it must not have been that sucky. Um, I don't know what Knives Out is. I didn't watch it. This is that's so normally that's the kind of story I would skip because I don't okay. have anything to say. Okay. But this is this is the kind of stuff I'm this is yeah. where I curate my news. Mm-hmm. Superman versus Captain Marvel. Where's that? Uh further down. Oh wait, no, it's not it's right there. Because everything seems like it's moving. This is a non-story. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh no, don't be sorry. I put it up there for you. You know what? You could comment. Do you want to look at this? We could look at this. Is it is it a thing or is it there's mess with it? There's no way it's a thing. It's just get out of here with your ad blocker. No ad revenue for me. I will just steal your news and you get none of my eyeball money. Yep. Because I mean, you're not going to get my money anyway. Oh, Paul says Knives Out is the movie he recommended this summer. Okay. Oops. That's <laughs> oops. This, I, I've this is the equivalent to like. An opinion piece, but it's basically Superman versus Captain Marvel, so it's like even less important than an opinion piece. Right. Because 
you know what is important what because what because they're non-fiction I mean, because they're fiction yes so they didn't really have a bearing on the world you know what is important what elijah wood oh yeah i love elijah wood and yes. i don't know this is some like uh i did see this one already this is i don't know what really? this is but apparently elijah wood is still game to do a new nightmare on elm street movie on one condition you know that doesn't really surprise me actually though he seems like the kind of guy that would do a, a nightmare on elm street you know He's definitely drawn to the weird and horror side of things. So even since when he, even when he was a little kid, he, he started in a bunch of, you know, scary movies or suspenseful at least. No, yeah. I mean, we, we're fans of Elijah Wood, especially like his weird penchant for horror movies. He's, he's definitely, mm-hmm. and, and kind of quirky, under the radar, lower budget movies. Mm-hmm. Like that one I watched twice and can't, still can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so apparently there was news that he had his sights his sights set on reviving the horror franchise A Nightmare on Elm Street. But his one condition mm-hmm. is you'd have to bring back Robert England for one more film. That's not bad. I like Robert England. Yeah. I mean I mean he's kinda know. old, but like that's a lot of makeup. It doesn't really matter. Freddie doesn't actually have to move. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have Robert England. He he puts the makeup on. He does the, does the lines, and then if you want to do stupid like far away shots with long arm Freddy or something, that's fine. That doesn't have to actually be Robert. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old he is, but he's elderly. He's got to be getting up there, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Here's some of the other stuff. This is what happens when you get a stream that almost wasn't. <laughs> there, Randy didn't do the usual before show prep. I heard about Hocus Pocus. I heard, I thought they were doing a sequel, not a reboot. And I liked Hocus Pocus. I mean, I know it's stupid, but it, it still was fun. I liked it. So I was kind of excited they were going to do a sequel, but now it says reboot, and I'm not excited for a reboot. You know what, Cinema Blend? You're, you're doing it right, because at least you're putting the important information in a big quote that can actually be read on stream. I'm probably violating some type of... Uh, Thora Birch, really? Yeah, that was a little girl. Oh, is that where she had come from originally? Uh, either that or some monkey movie. Oh, uh, was she, what was it? Dunstan? I don't know. Dunstan checks in or something? I didn't watch that one. Oh, I'm curious. I heard something about her, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Bette Midler. And so I thought it was a sequel. Oh, that's not her, is it? Who? No, that's another one. No, that's not her. But there's what, some other movie. What's there? Yeah, no, there was another monkey movie around that time period. Ask the, ask the internet. It knows everything. Monkey movies in the 90s. That's what this episode should be about. Monkey <laughs> trouble. What, there there it is. What, there were a few, huh? Well, these don't really count. What? Well, Congo does. <clears throat> but like George of the Jungle, Jungle Book, the second Jungle Book. That don't count. Mighty no. Joe Young, Ed. Mighty Joe Young counts. Yeah, that does. 12 Monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't even. Hey, Jesse, I didn't even notice. So he had a he hit us appropriately with the with the puns from the comments. Uh, mm. Jesse, he didn't want to rob us of the original Freddy. You know, R- Robert England. Oh, yep. <laughs> and apparently, they weren't sure which way to go with it in terms of uh, what was the the hocus pocus? Yeah, get it. Get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Well, they should go the way where. They bring back the black cat because he's the best part. Turn Binks back into a cat. Was that him? 
I what are you talking about? Hocus Pocus? Yeah. I never watched that thing. What? That's not a movie for me. That seems it's a, for everyone. It's a movie for my sisters, maybe. I never watched it. Well, you should. It's there's some stuff in it that's actually humorous, for real. I, I'm sure there is. Like when they first come back to to life from being dead people, um, or whatever, they walk out and there's the the road is there and they're like, it's a river of tar. Oh my god. That's flipping funny. So was- oh, it's it's worth mentioning since you know we do entertainment news. Kirk Douglas, Kirk Douglas uh, died at age of one hundred and three. This I week. heard that. I heard that. Yeah, hundred and three. Like my reaction, of course. Like yeah, it's sad. It's sad. You know, he passed. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. But holy crap, one hundred and three. Yeah, no kidding. Good, good job, man. Well, he's rich, so he can afford. You know, like. Uh- Young blood or something that they... stem cells straight from the fetuses injected into him his face or yeah, something whatever they do yeah <laughs> a stem cell IV right from the fetus oh man not all stem cells come from fetuses just I know I, I just know. have to clarify I know this of course but yeah it's, you probably should tell the listeners this they don't watch science stuff like I this okay so this was we've actually covered this before. Uh, I noticed last week there were stories about get the first look at uh, John Turturro's The Jesus Rolls trailer, except we've seen the trailer like months ago, mm-hmm. but uh, it was like, a I don't know, it was a foreign language trailer, like it was uh, overdubbed in Spanish or something. So it was like a trailer released for another market. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the basically it's it's not by the uh coen brothers but it's a spinoff of the big lebowski where he plays it follows his character uh john totoro's character in that jesus yeah yeah susan sarandon pete davidson christopher walken wow he wrote and directed it interesting who did john totoro yeah wow yeah that is interesting i'd like to see that now i mean i probably would have you know eventually anyway but now i'm interested Jesse says that's the episode quote right there. Not all stem cells come from fetuses. <laughs> I mean, that's just like a that's a public service announcement, really. Let's talk about the show I didn't watch. <laughs> Let's talk about the show, the episode of Doctor Who you fell asleep during. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay. All right. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Which episode is this for? Episode six. Is it really? Okay, six. Episode six. There were too many people in it. Yeah? Yeah. There were a lot of people. Because it wasn't even just the companions. It was... Uh... It's like every companion had their own companion. And even some of those companions had an extra companion, too. And I, I was confused at first because the, the weird, like... I guess it's plastic. I thought it was, like, sand or something. But growths on them, on the side of their face, looked like a lot like the uh, the chick that was coming after... What's that lady's name? Ruth, in the episode before. Oh, yeah, you were saying that. It, no, she had uh, her. Her name was um, Gat, but it wasn't. It was just like a weird hairpiece or something she had. Okay, but it looked like it looked like what they have on their face. Paul says, "Melanie, you always say there's too many people." Well, there are too many people. Does she? Is that a common thing that you say? I guess probably because they're the common uh, complaint for this season uh, for this like lineup i guess i think it's just a common complaint in life there's too many people (laughs) (laughs) too many people in the world there are there are way too many people we're too big to have billions of people 
You know, if we were ants or something, that'd be acceptable of it. No, we need to turn it down. I will say I was a little surprised that they just off so many people. I mean, I guess that's kind of the benefit to having a whole bunch of red shirts running around is you can then kill them off. Yeah, I guess. I didn't hate this episode, but you, you fell asleep. Jesse made yeah. mention that he kind of nodded off as well. I mean, that's kind of just, that's such a reoccurring thing. It, man, it, it was just kind of forgettable. It wasn't super fat, super interesting. I, I, the idea of like them jumping between like these three kind of very different locations, you know, you've got wherever they were supposed to be at on the beach. You've got some studio backlot with neon lights that are, that's supposed to be uh was it Tokyo or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you've got a garbage dump. Exciting. <laughs> but it wasn't actually a garbage dump. Was it? No, no, it wasn't. They dumped garbage there, but it wasn't a garbage dump. Okay, so we seen them that oh, we seen them hike into this place where she like they were gonna go camping there. These two um, traveling vloggers or bloggers or whatever they were, mm-hmm. and Paul says big letdown after the new after the Jack new Doctor episode. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the thing. Like when you have a standout episode, how do you follow it up? You don't follow it up with something very slow. This one wasn't slow. It was just, I don't know. And yeah, Jesse said it wasn't the worst, but it was quite a downswing after mm-hmm. the Judoon. Judoon. Yeah. But they so they hiked into this area, and and she's like, oh, they didn't used to all be all this trash. Like, well, they're just dumping here. This used to be wonderful. Blah blah blah. I I seen where they hiked out of. It was nice and grassy. Mm-hmm. And yet they just, still set up camp right in the middle of trash bags. Yeah, I mean, they could have just walked up the hill and they could have camped fine on the ground, you know, instead of on top of trash. Yeah, you could see, like, meadow across the way. Yeah. Why, why did they still set up in the middle of very unhealthy-looking, probably toxic trash dump? To pass them to blog about? I don't know. That was that was moronic. So the, my, my big part problem with falling asleep is there was a lot of little stuff going on. Somehow it was all connected, but I missed the connections. Uh, I don't know what, how they're all connected. I just know, you know, somehow they are supposed to be. It was a virus. That's the connection. So I guess I'll just go dive into spoilers. The whole thing is, and this one did get preachy, which I'm fine with. You like it preachy? I do. I do. Uh, listen, I do like it preachy, but I wish it was handled better. Like it's just not written well. And mm-hmm. it's, every, it's so on, like they can't help, but be so on the nose. Yeah. And I guess like, maybe there's the debate of like, well, they really want to get the point across that. Yeah. But come on. Yeah. People are dumb, but they're not super dumb. Most of the time. Paul says, Every time Chibi, yes. Every time Chibi makes uh, makes you think the show is gaining momentum, you get an episode like this. Paul says they wake you. Uh, they wake up. This is talking about after like, so the two girls were camping out. The one gets attacked by birds, and then the other girl wakes up and the girl's gone. Right, and uh, Jesse says they wake up and the one gal is gone, but somehow she's in the hospital for Ryan to find. The birds must have flown her to Tokyo or wherever that was. Oh, and that's so funny. And Jesse says, and once again, Ryan won't let that happen. That is a line they gave him and give him. And it's like, what are you gonna do, Ryan? You don't do anything. Yeah. 
it's already happened. <laughs> yeah. You can't wait till the thing happens and then like sound all tough. I won't let that happen. But it it did. And what are you going to do? do? Yeah, exactly. He's he's a human. And well, that's enough right there. I don't need, I don't know. You don't need anything else. He's a few, human fighting against superior intelligences. Just to uh, you know, hide. I don't. What you going to do, Ryan? What you going to do? He won't let that happen. Ooh, that was that was sexy. What was it? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, that one. <laughs> okay, that was, that was more macho man, and that's not sexy. Oh yeah, I won't let that happen, brother. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but so it turns out, like they come across these scientists on a beach, and it turns out the the one scientist who has all this equipment. Pretty much, pretty much anything. The doctor's like, "Hey, do you have do you have this, this, and this?" They always do, and the doctor makes several comments about how, like, "Oh, you're incredibly well prepared or well e- equipment upped." What's yeah. the word? Well stocked? I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right. Jesse says, "I want a supercut of Ryan not letting it happen." <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? I thought I thought that those uh, assistance people were were nice. They were they're my favorite people that they added into that episode. Uh, which ones? The uh, the scientist people? Yes. Well, the scientist lady. I'm assuming the other scientists then too, but like. Didn't he die by birds or something? Yeah, the one guy died on the beach. I thought there was maybe somebody else, but I guess maybe it was just those two. Well, she was an alien, and it's kind of her fault that this this thing was happening. And the thing that's happening was. It was a disease that attached itself to plastics, including like all the microplastics or whatever they said in our bodies. And uh, okay. Ryan will let anything happen for love, but he won't let that. <laughs> um, but like they basically brought the disease there and then were experimenting. We're basically using humans to try to find a cure for the disease. Mm-hmm. And then when they found the cure for humans using the astronaut, basically, who had gotten uh, infected, mm-hmm. the scientist lady's like, well, then screw you guys. I'm out of here with this with this cure, except like it wasn't formulated for whatever her species was. So then she just died anyway. I, mm. that does, yeah, that's I mean, be, first of all, if I was going to experiment using some other creature, I'd want to, you know, try to make sure it was somewhat like myself or my people. Um, like when we do experiments with, with mice, which is what we usually use first, they know with certain things that it's just not going to work. I mean, it just because it works for them doesn't mean it's going to work for us because we have different, like our brains do things differently. And I mean, like the chemicals do different things in our brains. They do the same, the same chemicals, but they do different things for each of us. So we know, you know, just because this happens for them doesn't mean it's going to happen for us. They should know that if they're scientific enough to be working on a cure for something, they should already know that. So maybe she's a... Just a glory hog or something. She's like, oh, huh? uh, no, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I was going to read a comment is all. Oh, I was just going to say, Paul says, I think Chibi watched too many 80s TV shows. If the doctor has a drug PSA episode, I'm out. Uh, again, like I don't, I, I really, I don't mind the commentary episodes. I like it. My favorite kind of sci-fi is when it does have, even if it is a little hammy, when it does have, I don't know, some type of interesting commentary or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
but I mean, this is not like, yeah. And I appreciate, I, I kind of knew they were going that way, but with the birds and the trash, it's so, they're so evident. Like the bird thing, birds and plastic, like, and all the plastic in the birds, that is a horrifying true thing. Yeah. No, no stuff. No stuff. So, (laughs) Jesse, you leave and Melody's filter goes with you. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know what is going on. It's okay. We just talking. We're too relaxed. This is yeah, too natural. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I need to be more uptight, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll be more uptight. Stop having fun, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's just not handled well here. Oh, the plastics thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think the kid, I think at least here, I like the idea of the plastic, like this weird virus that attaches to plastics mm-hmm. and how that would kind of mess with with the plastics in our bodies, with birds and this and that. But it's kind of an interesting idea handled very blandly. And but that and that's just I like I get tired of saying that about this season. Yeah. And I don't like I don't like it, honestly. Because micro they I mean you know they found microplastics in rain samples in the middle of nowhere. Like really like like three days hike from the nearest road. And in the collection things, they found microplastics from, from rainwater. It's everywhere on the planet. So they could do so much more with if they're going to attack plastics, you know, than, yeah. than that. That's lame. I thought it was sand. Well, because the form, so people get infected and they get like the crusty in this weird way, but it doesn't seem like a plastic. Seems like sand. Yeah, kind of. And then there are explosions where it looks like there's chunks of jagged pl- jagged sand or rock or plastic or whatever it is flying everywhere, except like all the actors who are standing three feet away don't react in the slightest to this body explosion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a kind of took yeah. me out of it a little bit. I know it's a minor thing, but like they, they should have described how what's what going to happen to the bodies before they filmed. Yeah. No, yeah, because the person like the uh, the person we stand there, they get all like crystalline and then explode to where it's like the little fake camera shake and the like dust and there's debris that flies everywhere. And then it like cuts to a reverse shot where the doctor, she had just been standing like four or five feet away, doesn't flinch, doesn't move, doesn't nothing. There's just nothing and just like, oh. Well she she went, oh, or something like that, didn't she? At least one of the times she did. Maybe once that's just how cool the doctor is it's is that her version of like not looking back at the explosion you don't flinch when a body vaporizes in front of you i guess that's pretty cool though jesse says and why not go autons why even reference a way better idea yeah it's it's a it's a good good point it's like some kind of mandate or something or maybe it's their strategy to not very intentionally i know it was last season very intentional to not use any existing monsters or anything i mean like they brought the dogs up eventually but they have a like a weird aversion to using any pre-existing stuff and i guess i i I appreciate the idea of wanting it to be like well it's all new we're gonna forge our own way this is gonna be our era blah 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 but like everything you come up with sucks man (laughs) like it's also bland nobody's gonna remember that plastic virus praxius Nobody's going to remember the tooth monster except for me because I hated it. <laughs> uh, 
nobody's going to remember the white time traveling white supremacist. They might remember that one, but I don't think it's going to have the same like effect on the t- Doctor Who like mythos as other monsters. Yeah, I agree. We need some more of the silent or the uh, what are those things called? The angel ones, you know. I guess that could be that's kind of the flip side where you've got the moth who would like come up with a good monster that's like, I, actually, I don't know who come up with the. I don't think Moth come up with it. Maybe he did. Well, what? regardless, you get a new monster that people like, and then he just drilled it into uh, absurdity to where the Statue of Liberty is a weeping angel at some point. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Like it's a one, it's you can't, can't we have a happy middle ground? Yeah, we got it. It's Chibnall. No. Because the happy middle ground is boring. I was thinking a lot about Broadchurch last night. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> That's all. I was just thinking a lot about Broadchurch last night. Um, <laughs> well, no, I was actually thinking about Chibi a little bit. I was, because, you know, I've mentioned it time and again. I'm such a, like, I loved that first season of Broadchurch. And that second season, even before I knew Chibnall was going to come to Doctor Who, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I started watching Broadchurch because of Chibi. I don't know. But the second season does things that I hate so much, but it does it in such a such a Doctor Who way where it's just like that whole kind of the I where a show it just jumps a shark, jumps the shark in a way yeah. that I could see Doctor like the moth is done in certain ways to where it's like retroactively adding something to something it's like don't try to ruin what was good because your new ideas suck i don't know it just kind of reminded me of like how the moth handled like river song it's not that river song was the best idea but like like every new idea would like retroactively kind of change what river song was the whole time Mm -hmm. and made it made her character worse and the second season of broadchurch does that to me for the show yeah Paul says, I like Broadchurch, but even that is slow-paced. It is slow-paced, but it's appropriate. Um, yeah, you don't think they solve mis- murders and, you know, look at his split, right? That's kind of what, I mean, that's just kind of what Broadchurch is. It's slow-paced and um, kind of atmospheric. Like, that town is as big of a character in that show as Tennant or, uh, what's her name, Olivia or... I lost her name. The Queen. <laughs> the um, Queen. Yeah, the Queen. Doctor Who is more action adventure than a murder mystery. No, yeah. I kind of feel like maybe Chimnall doesn't know how to handle the action adventure part, but there are times when the show slows down in a way that I appreciate where it gets kind of the second Spyfall episode. And I think this was more direction than anything Chibnall was doing. But when that show kind of got, when that episode kind of got dark and it slowed down. the The music was a little bit different. Like I kind of liked that. I was like, "Whoa, I kind of like a dark, d- darker Doctor Who." But it, the series just—I mean, it, they don't ma- maintain that. So many they, layers to that town. There, yes, yes. They, <laughs> they need to make the Doctor when she gets us upset or whatever. They need to make her more manic, crazy. I think, but not like just goofy. Like, like you know, we're like the fourth Doctor. We'd like laugh, and then he he'd get angry. Like. Yeah, like like that. Is the book doctor? I always forget how the the numbers. You know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, Tom Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's creepy. 
it'd be creepy. Like, yeah. There's, especially there's some early Tom Baker where he'd like do that. He'd laugh and they get super serious. And it's like, you remind me of people that I don't like drinking with. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's what, that's who she needs to be. Yeah. Or something. She is kind of bland. I feel like she, there's not a lot of extremes to her. Paul says Chibi is spot on for murder mystery. Give me a Chibi clue. But Doctor Who, like they always, they're always playing up some mystery. There's all kinds of mystery. And every episode they set up a mystery like this last, this episode, what are, you know, what's going on? What's with this plastic birds? (laughs) What's, you know, what's, what's killing people. But there's so much, like there's so many characters and there's so many boring elements in each episode that it can never really take time to like build a satisfying or really intriguing mystery before it's got to bounce to Ryan saying, I won't let that happen. And Graham saying nothing of importance ever. And eh. no, no, he'll try to like crack some kind of a joke about stuff. Usually Uh, Jesse says she's sad and goofy talking about the doctor. I'm assuming. Yeah, and that's good. That's fine. Like, she doesn't have to be. Yeah, she does. I'm st- I still want to uh, just, they just need to, they still need to give her more. They need to give her more. Yes. Or make her extra sad. Make her real sad. Because I've seen her play real sad. I want real sad from my doctor. That's the doctor who I want. Just a mess. <laughs> yeah, give me a mess. Just a mess. Get that smile off your face. You need to be weeping. Here's here's the storyline. Kill Ryan and then let's let's. <laughs> yes, thank you. You kill Ryan. <laughs> Somehow he let that happen. <laughs> and then it's a mystery. Was it the doctor? Was it, or not the doctor? No, was it the other doctor? Was it the master? Uh, t- teeth monster. She's got to fight through her sorrow to figure out the mystery between Ryan's. Uh, or the mystery of Ryan's murder. Remember the good old days when Paul says, remember the good old days when the only catchphrase was run. That is kind of funny that that was <laughs> yeah. like his catchphrase. So is, is stuff like all on Z and uh timey wimey. Is that better? Cause I appreciate some timey wimey, but it is like the war doctor kind of had their, their number when he heard that. What was, I don't remember what he's saying. I basically like something about, them making up word talking like children or something i don't remember yeah that's that. true it is a, it is like a little kid kind of word oh man but he was kind of like a little kid so i mean in short uh, part of the reason like i'm glad we did this stream this has been fun but in, part of the reason i was like that was kind of my hesitation with doing this episode like we were kind of busy i know jesse jesse had stuff going on and then i was like okay well i'm still on board to do the episode and then i was thinking about doctor who and i'm like <sighs> I don't really have anything to say, though. But we did for like an hour. Almost. Yeah, but if you listen back to it, we, we probably didn't really say much. <laughs> Other than the same stuff. You could copy paste what we said to this for uh, to the like four out of the previous five episodes. Well, maybe they need to do something different so that we have something different to say. God dang it. They do. They do. Because these have not been as bad as what was the one episode? Whatever. The one episode that really made me angry. These have not been as bad as that, but man, if it turns out that the we the Jadoon episode is like the one highlight of the whole season, the season is a, will be a failure in my book. In yeah. my book, that wasn't even that great of an episode. 
No, no, it's kind of like, you know, when you set the bar super low and then you like kick it off and just let it lay on the ground for a while and then you lift it up a little bit, even if yeah. that little bit's not great, it's going to seem like an improvement. What is an improvement? It's, it doesn't mean it's good, though. Yeah, it wasn't bad. The problem is it's like it's a half episode, you know, like yeah. it's obviously the setting up something that we still who knows when we're going to get the resolve for it. Oh, wait. Yeah. What happened to the other? Uh, doctor at the end of that you know later <laughs> oh, so they're just gonna go off on adventures without her and not worry about it that's yeah. not right yeah i didn't even realize that jeez you know who no. cares who they introduce a new doctor yeah we don't need to worry about that for a few episodes we'll just go deal with the plastic diseases you're dumb <laughs> Paul says five years from now, the memorable episode count from Chibi's run is going to be super low. Yeah, I hope next season they kind of switch it up in some way. I'll remember the Eye Boogies episode. Isn't that you know? No. Oh, no, I don't think so. Oh, well, Wait, Jesse says Yaz hates caution now. <laughs> She's never met a teleporter she couldn't resist. Yeah, I was. Maybe it is out of character. It just seemed like a dumb thing to do mm-hmm. because. Those creatures, well, t- they turned out to be very humanoid, but those creatures in, were in suits, gas masks, on this planet, and then they went to the teleporter. So you have to assume there's a good chance that teleporter either goes to their home or their ship to where they're used to the gas or the air, which is obviously not like ours. So it's pretty bold to, to follow them through and not assume your face is going to melt off. Or they, maybe they just assume that the TARS is going to like reach out and put a gas mask over their face and say, you know, lets them be able to understand other people. I did have, are you my, are you my mummy? Uh, I was thinking about that when those guys were running around in the gas mask suits, Jesse said that was Gatiss. Okay. Yeah, no, that was, that was during Capaldi doctor. And it was written by Mark Gatiss. Who's done some good episodes, but also not some, some not great episodes. He's done a lot of doctor who stuff. Well, it's memorable at least, even though it wasn't great. It was, I'm never going to forget that. There was an Ibogi episode. Jesse says that's another showrunner he does not want. No. Yeah, because that's a that seemed like a strong possibility. Why don't you just get somebody good? <laughs> you know, I don't like. I hate to like. I don't know. Not really, but I kind of don't like bashing on like. Chibnall can do do good TV. I had Doctor Who. Either Doctor Who is not the show for him, or there's weird constraints or there's a mandate. I'm not, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying there's like, you know, SJW agenda. I mean, there kind of obviously is with the show, but I'm not saying there's necessarily that, but there's definitely seems like there is some type of mandate, whether it's of his doing or if it's BBC or like they just a general agreement, like this is what this show is going to be. I just don't like what they're doing with it. And I feel like try something different. Yeah. <laughs> like, it seems like him and Jody are both, around for next season try try something different well it might be it's maybe it is bbc or or whatever because i I haven't several of the people said that the reason that they didn't want to stay with dr who was because of all the like you know them jumping in and being like oh no you can't do this you need to we need you to do this or whatever kind of stuff oh yeah yeah well and we've talked about this before too to where before last season like when he was hired on but before the show started airing he said he had a plan for it was going to be different. It was going to be a new, it wasn't going to be monster of the week. It was going to be an ongoing serial where, you know, 
if it's multiple part where you know you got to keep watching from episode to episode and when it when we got it it was monster of the week in fact it was more monster of the week than it had previously been with moffat jesse says he needs good sci-fi writers and directors because it's so hit and miss that i dude i would on you know that might be the biggest thing to point at yeah, get, get, we need to get some fresh fresh blood in there on the uh, creative side. Or just have Neil Gaiman write everything. Have Neil Gaiman write everything. He's going to love it. Paul had said they could get Michael Bay and the Doctor can have explosions everywhere. That feels like Torchwood when it <laughs> came over to America for that. Was it was it just one season? No, I think so. Or, yeah, you know, Doctor Who era where we had Ace and stuff. Yeah, I like Ace. Ace. <laughs> She did somebody with the bazooka, that's for sure. Was she the only character where her name was her catchphrase? I don't Didn't she say that? Ace. I don't remember. I know she blew stuff up, though, and that was fun. Yeah. She did not marry anybody. No, she hung around till they got canceled, which is maybe the best way to handle. Like, if you're a classic doctor female companion, that's maybe the best departure from a show. Because, yeah, because otherwise you got married or left in a planet. <laughs> yeah randomly to in a way that makes no sense yeah i st- i'm still mad about dude i'm still about about what's her name uh layla yes mainly her mm-hmm. you know like she what she's gonna randomly shack up with some little skinny gallifreyan dude that we've never even seen before and we've ne- don't really ever see her interact with oh, okay and she's gonna live on gallifrey that's weird and he's he's not strong you know <laughs> he's he's not the strong mainly type she is and i don't buy her not liking that you know and uh what's her name God, my mind is not i'm Tegan. not with it what was it Tegan? no not... p perry it was perry yes or she almost had an amazing although super depressing out and then they retconned it later and it was worse, it was worse. Paul said Martha had the best parting of uh, of ways for a female companion. Would she just like go and date somebody else's boyfriend or something? I can't remember. <laughs> no, she's a tough, independent woman. She went to tough, independent woman things, and she was a doctor. Yeah, but but she did. Didn't she like go and join? Some, oh, baby, some random thing, and then date uh, Rose's ex boyfriend. Yeah, she was that actual. Mickey was his name. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it like an alternate universe uh, Mickey? I don't know. The space Mickey. Jesse said Sarah Jane had maybe the lamest. Oh, I have to go home. Really? I, I've been written out of the show. They can't even be bothered to give me... They can't even be bothered to... I guess maybe that's better than <laughs> marrying her off. I don't know. At least she got a spinoff eventually. Yeah, and at least um, they didn't say... She was so obsessed with figuring out a math problem that she crashed into the planet and, and destroyed the dinosaurs. Adric. <laughs> and, Do you know what that, I mean, that was so dumb, but also dude destroyed the dinosaurs. <laughs> Pretty cool. That, that is, <laughs> but for a stupid reason. And I liked him. He was a, an interesting character. Donna, Donna with no memory. This could be a whole thing. Like, you know, the, the, do I do I smell a list episode coming on in the future? Yeah. The best and worst ways that companions got written out of shows. Donna having her memories taken away. I kind of like that one because it's kind of tragic, man. It is. Dr. Donna was weird. I, I don't know how I, I still don't know how I feel about Dr. Donna for a moment, but 
you know, it kind of it sucks, but it sucks because it's sad and not because yeah. it's like a lazy just write the character out of the show thing. Like they made a decisive choice. And that choice was sad. Yep. <sighs> okay. Okay. What was Liz Shaw's? I don't mm, I don't recall. There's Liz a lot Shaw. of oh, and some of the like some of the first doctor companions, like there there was a string of yes, they always had to have a a, a, a fine looking young female. And after the original TARDIS crew, there was kind of a string of just young people that the doctor traveled with. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember all of them. Some of them had kind of crappy ways out. Didn't somebody just get left in space? Yeah, what chick got like sucked out into space. And she was like barely with them for very like, long. But it, No, not Zoe. She didn't even, I don't think she even understood what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then she got pushed out into space, basically. I'm gonna have to go back and revisit some of those just to find out what happened with all those companions. Yeah, maybe it was no Dory. I can't remember. Dang it! <laughs> it's because the doctor wiped our memories. Or I fell asleep for that one. <laughs> That's possible too. Okay, well let's wrap this up. This is this has been all right. This is meandering, but I said I, I had some fun. I like meandering. Meandering is enjoyable sometimes. It is enjoyable. As long as it's not, you know, we've been doing this for four hours already. No, we've done that. Not live streams, but yeah. we've done that. <laughs> I might let that happen. You might let it happen? Yeah. I was trying to do a Ryan quote again, but it, it just didn't work. Oh, you're right. You should go on with Meatloaf instead. Look at that face. Look at that expression. What is that expression? That's that's the expression of somebody who I'm confident is going to let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I have no confidence that he's gonna stop anything when it with that expression. I know. It's like he's like, <laughs> wait, what is it? What is it that I can't let happen? I don't know what it is. I'm forgetting what I'm not supposed to let happen. Yeah. Well, not even not, not even forgetting. It's like he just can't comprehend. It's because he doesn't know because he, he only says after a thing happens, I'm not gonna let that happen. Yeah. Go and suck your thumb and shut up. He looks hungry. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Maybe. That's so Ryan. Well, we had I'm I'm glad everybody could tune in for this episode. I'm gonna announce our new show. That's so Ryan, in which we analyze every scene that Ryan's in, but only Ryan. We only look at him. Doesn't matter what other characters are doing. Because you know we know what he he's doing something weird when everybody else is talking. <laughs> Yeah, like waiting for his line to waiting for his time to say his line. Mmm. Is that a hamburger over there? <laughs> I love this promo art though. I will say this I think was last season promo art. This is just a chunk of it. I I like the bubbles. I like the bubbles. I just like every I like the color scheme they used for a lot of her promo art. You know what? Those are bubbles. Those are those are bubbles. Those look like the balls from uh Labyrinth. Like those are Bowie balls or something. <laughs> are you sure those are what Bowie's balls look like at Labyrinth? Yeah. Good. Bowie balls. That's the best looking burger I've ever seen. With that, it's like <laughs> he's like <laughs> perplexed by it, like a little bothered at how good of a burger that looks. Wow. Okay. This is definitely, <laughs> I, I might just throw all this in the audio cut. People are going to be like, what is this show? Burgers. Okay. Well, hey. 
yeah. thanks for watching jesse and J jesse and paul <laughs> and melanie because you can see the you can see what we're putting out yep i see it and uh jesse and paul <laughs> so basically <laughs> when we have guests or hosts that that aren't on the show <laughs> they're the ones that will watch so i guess that's good yeah, yeah. As long as it's not me, I don't watch. Oh, I was, oh, okay, you're right. I was gonna say, Melody, next week you're not on. We need three viewers, <laughs> but <laughs> but that is a mistake because then you just wouldn't watch either. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, this has been a show. Uh, you can find more shows like this show at GrawlixPodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X Podcast.com. Uh, we do have some stuff. GCU's got some stuff coming up. Um. Grawlix 100 is coming, I swear. I, I know I said it'd be last month and the month before that. I've been busy. I've actually busy in a, kind of a good way right now. I pulled on a couple more like clients and they're good gigs, and but it's keeping me busy. So, you know, I, I'll use that excuse. Mm -hmm. Melanie, what do you got coming up? You got some, you got some science? You got, what should people be amazed about? Um, I don't know. Most of the, most of the science I've had lately has been depressing and I don't want to share that. Um, yeah, don't do that. Time might not be real. Eh? Okay. Oh, oh, I know. They maybe I did this one already, but they made uh, or they didn't make. They they have the math to make, and it's possible that we could actually make it a laser that would tear a hole in fabric of the universe. How great is that? It is great. That seems that seems like something that seems useful. Yeah, I don't know what they would do with it, but. Yeah. I know what they do. They tear a whole fabric of space and time. Yeah. They just have to make a mirror out of plasma and then bam, they can do it. I'm assuming that's the thing they can't do though. No, they can do it. Oh, they can? Yeah. That's what they're working on. That's the limitation that they have right now is the physical elements they're using. And so they, they just need to swap out the actual mirrors and then make a mirror out of plasma. And then unknown amounts of power can be created. Woo! Sound like a villain. That's villain machinery. I know it is. <laughs> Unknown amounts of power can be created. <laughs> Nothing good comes from a thing that can be described like that. <laughs> well, like I said, it can tear a hole in the fabric space or the universe or whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, I've already website, you know, hey, Facebook, Twitter, all those places. We're there. Uh, Podedit.com. I'll give me more work. I love it. And and podcasts are the new blogs. Yes. Podcasts are the new blogs. You know what? That's true though. Like I said, like I was telling you, like I of course I'm in the podcast world. Yeah. But I know far, far more people. I know a ton of people that have podcasts. Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody who's like, hey, check out my blog. Yeah. Anymore. Used to be. Audio blogs. All right. I'm going to end this for real. I'm going to stop reading comments. I appreciate that you guys are still watching and commenting, though. All right, everybody. Have a good night. And we'll talk to you uh, maybe next week. I'm trying to keep, maybe, I'm trying to keep these Doctor Who reviews going anyway. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Grawlix Nights, our special weekly live Grawlix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grawlixpodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash grawlixpodcast.
hey everybody and by everybody we mean i mean paul. people people listening in the <laughs> paul listening now or not even paul yet there there's one that's probably paul and uh and then anybody listening later on the feed because people do listen to these afterwards really yeah so i do appreciate that you do because I mean, I think they're they're probably boring firsthand, much less secondhand. 